Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Wizens Law right here on Hamilton's News Talk Leader, AM 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. Look for me here on the other side of the glass producing tonight's program. And uh, once again, the Hamilton Tiger Cats are flexing their muscles. They did it at home for three straight games. They are now doing it big time in Edmonton. There's uh, just over two minutes to play, and the Eskimos are getting railroaded by the black and gold. It's now 49-20 to in favor of Hamilton. We're going to open up the phones. We'll be live until 1 o'clock this morning. So brew that extra cup of coffee, if you will, if you're into the orange Pico. Uh, warm it up. Steep it. And uh, we're going to be locked and loaded for the next hour. We do have a number of things to talk about, including this latest impressive performance by the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Who would have thought, coming into this game, with these two defenses, that we would have 69 points? No way, Jose. Uh, I was predicting no more than 30 points for each team. 28-19, in fact, was my prediction for the Ticats. And uh, well, almost right for the Eskimos, but uh, Hamilton once again has uh, blown everything out of the water. Their uh, offense, their defense, their special teams clicking on all cylinders once again. So lines will be open, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. You can also use the CHML app as well. Before we get to... Uh, couple of emails and tweets that are already streaming in and some phone calls. Let's uh, go through the scoring summary as it stands right now. And one of the big factors tonight for the Ticats has been turnovers. And not only turnovers, but points off turnovers. And it started with a turnover. Mike Daly with his second interception of the season. That uh, set up Zach Caleros to hit Terrell Sinkfield. On a 22-yard touchdown strike, it's 7-0 Tiger Cats. Eskimos got a field goal from Grant Shaw from 43 yards out about oh, a minute later or so, minute and a half, 7-3 Cats. Shakir Bell then fumbled. Simone Lawrence got the fumble recovery at the Edmonton 30. It's about four minutes left in the first quarter, and the Tiger Cats once again took advantage of the turnover. Zach Caleros to Terrell Singfield again, this time a 10-yard touchdown toss. After one quarter of play, the Ticats beating the Eskimos 14-3. to The onslaught would continue. Another Edmonton fumble. Taylor Reed with the strip. Simone Lawrence batted the football out of bounds. And the Tiger Cats made the Eskimos pay once again after a big throw from Zach Caleros to Luke Tasker. Ray Hawley rumbled in from one yard out, 21-3 to for the Tiger Cats. Hawley then fumbled. Arthur Foster recovered for the Eskimos. And, uh, well, the Eskimos got some points off turnovers. Three, in fact, as Grant Shaw hit a 41-yard field goal. Two for two on the night. It's now 21-6 in favor of the Cats. Brandon Banks takes an end around seven yards into the end zone, making it 27-6 to for Hamilton. And just before the half, 14 uh, seconds left to go in the second quarter, Grant Shaw booms a punt 
into the Tiger Cats end zone. It's 28-7 to at the half. So if you're an Eskimos fan, you're thinking, eh, not a very good first half, but we're not out of it quite yet. And I think that was the thinking going into the third quarter, and especially after James Franklin replaced Matt Nichols at the quarterback position and hit Corey Watson for a five-yard touchdown. It's now a two-score game, 28-14. to And Ticat said, eh, we'll uh, leave you in the dust. Zach Caleros finding Terrence Tolliver from 12 yards out, 35-14 for the Tiger Cats. Mike Daly with his second interception of the, of the uh, game, third of the season. That sets up a Zach Caleros one-yard touchdown run, 42-14. And James Franklin goes back to work, finds Devin Bailey on his first career CFL TD reception. It's a nine-yard grab, 42-20. to for the Tiger Cats, the extra point was missed. And uh, in the fourth quarter, Eric Norwood went to the races. A 106-yard fumble return for a touchdown. His second straight game with a fumble recovery for a TD. That came with um, about eight. No, it was a little more than that, actually. Seven minutes to go, somewhere in that range. Forgot to mark it down. But that has been the last scoring play. Eskimos just scored a touchdown, but it was negated by an offensive pass interference call in the end zone. So with uh, oh, 51 seconds to go, the Tiger Cats well on their way to securing their fifth straight victory as they lead it 49-20. to And why is that five straight significant? Well, it's because they haven't done that since 1998. That's when they won six in a row. We all know that 98 team went to the Grey Cup, lost on a last-second field goal by Mark McLaughlin of the Stampeders. But this Ticats team, my oh my, they can put the points up on the scoreboard. And I mentioned turnovers and points off turnovers. Tiger Cats have forced seven turnovers tonight. They have scored 35 points. 35 of their 49 points tonight have come off turnovers They've just forced their eighth turnover of the night. It's a turnover on downs as Franklin was looking to the end zone for another touchdown toss, but it was batted to the ground. So eight turnovers tonight, 35 points off turnovers. Only two turnovers did not result in points for the Ticats offense tonight. Absolutely impressive. Another impressive performance, dominating Victory by the Hamilton Tiger Cats this time, 49-20. to Again, lines are open, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900chml.com on Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samper. Use the CHML app as well. If you haven't tried it out, if you haven't downloaded the app, just go to the, uh, the App Store or Google Play and uh, give it a whirl. It's pretty cool. Email coming in just before the show began from Randy. Hi, Rick. Wow, the Cats are a force to contend with. It's starting to feel like 1999. Lots of special teams and defense stars. Norwood, Daly, Kalaros, and Eric Harris. I believe in a Cats Grey Cup appearance and a win in 2015. Let's all believe my player of the game, Mike Daly. 
Touchdown Cats, let's sink the boatman on Labor Day. Fifth quarter is number one. That's from Randy in Oakville. Mike Daly getting his player of the game nod. Daly with two interceptions tonight. Yeah, we'll take your votes for player of the game. We'll name our fifth quarter fan of the night as well as it is now a final in Edmonton. Tiger Cats humiliating the Eskimos by a score of 49-20. to 20. Wow. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. We will go to the phones, and Frank is first off the docket. Frank, how are you? Good, man. How are you? How are you doing? I'm okay. I've called you in the past. and uh, Glad you called and, again. Anyway, uh, congratulations to the whole team. And uh, i just like to say it feels so good to watch this, and we're on the other side of the nail for once. And That's a great it, point, because how many years did, you know, in recent memory at least, did Ticats fans – Look at the scoreboard, and it was reversed. Exactly, like the penalty, and like even the penalties aren't going. Oh no, here we go again, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's on my side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it feels so good, and I'm a diehard Ty Cat fan since 1971, and um, I think we're going to win it all, and I really hope so. But you know, you never know what could happen, and they're worried about. You know, they're talking on TV that. Uh, well, you're leaving Caleros in, you're leaving a defense in, you're leaving all the starters in. Well, hey, these guys are paid to play football, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand you don't take a risk if someone's going to get hurt or something, but it was low-risk plays. It was like a running play here, a running play there, you know? And God bless Brandon Banks. The, like, the guy gives 100% every game, and I think the whole team looks up to him. You know, the little little tiny guy, and they're looking up to him like, look at this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I feel, sir. Who's your player of the game? My player of the game would be, I I, uh, I really can't say. Um, you want to go with the whole team? Is it a total team effort? Well, tonight? no, I said the whole team last time I talked to you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say Kolaris again. Okay. I'd have to say Kolaris. Good pick. All, All right. right. Thanks for the call. All right, see ya. 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email Rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter at AM900CHML at Rick Samprin. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on Hamilton's News Talk Leader. We're live until 1 this morning, so call in, email, tweet. Uh, let's talk some tie cats. Uh, back to the phones. Bruce is on the line. Bruce, how are you? Hey, hey, what's going on? Good, buddy. Another sensational win by a sensational team by everybody special teams defense offense we got the best we got the best in the cfl there's no denying that this year who's your uh, player of the game who do you like i'm gonna pick uh harris eric harris eric harris. okay what'd you like about his game tonight uh everything he, he did he did his job I don't know. He did his job. I did so many guys. He could pick Zach. He could pick Singfield. He got the ball rolling right to begin with. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so many guys. So you know what? I'm going to pick the whole team. Is there a whole team category? Yeah, you can. If you want me to erase Eric Harris and go with the whole team, I can do that. Go with the whole team, Rick. <laughs> go with the whole team, man. What was your highlight tonight? There was a lot of things to cheer about. Uh, there's too many. Too many. I'm, I'm just in pumped. I don't want to sound like a fool anymore. Surprised you still I. have your voice after you know. But, uh, <laughs> you know. I'm just, I'm belated. 
You know, especially after all these Western teams said they're going to come in and kick the Eastern's ass. Mm-hmm. And and we proved them wrong this year, you know. And yeah, they got time. they got five teams in the West this year. So all the power to those boys. And uh, we'll see everybody when we uh, go 11-0 and back home against the, uh, the Alouettes. Beautiful. Thanks for the call, Bruce. All right, Rick. Have a great weekend. And thanks, as always, for having the fifth quarter, my friend. You got it. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. Bruce calling in, nominating the whole team as his player of the game. Who has your votes? And here's a couple of questions I had, you know, as this game was drawing to a close. Was this the most impressive win of the season? Now, we look at the scoreline, 49-20. to 20. Yeah, they didn't hit the 50-point plateau. But they just pummeled, humiliated, crushed, embarrassed, shellacked, use your own adjective, Beat up on the Edmonton Eskimos, the number one ranked defense in the Canadian Football League. They thrashed them. wasn't even close. Was this the most impressive win? Do you look to last week against BC when they blasted the Lions 52-22? to Do you look at the Week 2 win when they whipped Winnipeg 52-26? There have been some impressive performances tonight. So was this... The most impressive win, A, it's on the road, B, it's against the top-ranked defense. I think it just might be. Let me know your, know your thoughts at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Darcy's on the line. Darcy, hello. Hey, Rick, how you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Uh, excellent. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Um, I, I, I think, without a doubt, tonight's game uh, was the most impressive of the season. Yeah. Uh, this this team is uh, they're for real, and uh, we're, we're as of right we're the best team in the CFL. And uh, this defense is uh, I I don't know how to describe it. They're like animals. They they, they don't stop. Like uh, they keep coming and coming and coming, and uh, they keep forcing turnovers. And the depth the depth on the team is amazing. Um, uh, like. Mike Daly, without a doubt, I have to give Mike Daly the player of the game. Okay. Uh, he's a Hamilton boy. This this kid's uh, – I never really seen him at Mac, to be honest, that much. But mm. uh, oh, he, was, guy, he, was, he was doing the same stuff at Mac. <laughs> but, no, but he, he's really, really uh, – I don't – I think Craig – I don't know, but I, I – Craig Butler, I don't know. Like, we got a lot of depth, but I think Mike Daly, he's hungry. He's yeah. really hungry, and, and he, he shows it in his play. And uh, – um, it's just it, this team's playing great. Uh, the only the only one little thing I I don't know how you I feel about Ed Gainey. Yeah, you know I'm still not sold on Ed Gainey. I, I I liked what I saw out of Donald Washington. I I think he's played good now. Obviously he's on the injured list, but um, I I don't mind Washington out there. Gainey, I'm not 100 percent sold on him. Yeah, my, I I uh, totally agree with you on that. I think Washington. I don't know if he's hurt or nicked up, but I hope he can get back for next week because yep. mm-hmm. uh, I think Ed Ganey's, uh I don't know. I don't think he's – anyway. I think Washington. he's still growing into the position. That's that, that's what I think. I, I don't think he's a bad football player. I think he's just still yeah, learning he just seems, the position. He just, he, he just seems to be out of position a lot. Whereas yeah. I, I, I see Washington, he seems like he's he's a very good in coverage and uh, he, he's a good player. And, uh, um Anyway, that's my only one little thing, but uh, um, I don't know what to say. I'm dumbfounded. I, I, I don't. don't sounds, it sounds like you didn't expect this scoreline tonight. I don't think most people did, actually. No, no. I actually thought this was like 
I know it's early in the season, but I think this this may be a great cup preview. But uh, maybe, maybe on, on our side, I don't. I, I'm not sold on the Eskimos. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we're we're playing uh, we're playing like amazing football. Uh, I just uh, I, you know I don't remember us having a start like this in quite a few years. Like I know we like we come out of the gate slow and we usually finish. Uh, finish uh at the end mm-hmm. but if we can go all year like 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 um coach shall I, I heard him that saying like if you want to be a great team and want to win the great cup you got to play like this all year long and yeah. just dominate 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 and you know good things are going to happen i agree thanks for the call darcy okay thanks 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your smartphone it is it is hard to play this way all the time. There, there's going to come a time where the team's going to slip up. I mean, they're not going to be beating teams 49 to 20, 52 to 22, 52 to 26 each and every week. It is cyclical. We hope it continues for as long as it can, but there'll come a time where the team just slips up. It's just bound to happen. Let's just hope it doesn't happen come playoff time. We're going to take a quick break. We have Robert, Jeff, and Jeff. Two Jeffs on the line. Stay on the line. We'll get to you in two minutes. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. Huge victory once again for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, 49-20. to Luke Vermeer passing on a couple of stats during the break. So the Ticats are the first team to 300 points scored. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Uh, Eskimos are the next closest. They just have 200 right of the nose. Eskimos coming into this game, allowing only 101 total points. Ticats got pretty much half that, 49 tonight. Wow, what an impressive performance by the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Was this the most impressive win of the season you know, you point to last week's against BC, they throttled the Lions. Back in week two, they manhandled Winnipeg. Even the Toronto game, they played well against the Argos. 34-18 was the final. Tonight, 49-20 against that vaunted Eskimos defense. This might be the most impressive. And Darcy mentioned this, best team in the CFL. Would the Ticats be the best team in the CFL right now? I mean, record-wise, they are 6-2. and two. They're the only team with six victories. Calgary could get to that tomorrow night, or I guess tonight. And would you consider Zach Caleros an MOP candidate right now, a legitimate most outstanding player candidate? I think I'd have to put him up there. Email from Anthony. Rick, huge victory. Special teams, offense, and defense. The big thing was we proved we could take the home momentum on the road and kicked, well, you know what, uh, player of the game, Terrell Singfield. So we'll mark down Singfield. For player of the game honors, or at least a nomination, from Anthony. Back to the phones we go. Let's hook up with uh, Robert. Robert, how are you? Pretty good, Rick. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, have one question for you. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, TSN cuts away the sports desk. I want to know if Chris Jones shook uh, Ken Austin's hand. You know what? I looked up at the TV, and I know he was going across the field shaking people's hands, but I did not see him shake Ken Austin's hand. Not not to say he didn't do it, but I didn't. I just, I did not see that part of it. Yeah, he's the most un, um, unlikable coach in the CFL, unfortunately for me. Anyways, 
Yeah, he seems a little down well, when he loses. A little arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Anyways, um, I think um, overall we just played really, really well. Mm-hmm. And um, um, just a, a question or an answer for uh, last week as I traveled two hours for him, since I could hold her. I traveled two hours, so I didn't get a chance to call in last week. Um, I think our defense is really good, but um, I'm in my 60s, and so I remember the 67 team. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, now we're talking about Moscow retirement number. Um, <laughs> that 67 defense was awesome. I mean, it was uh, unbelievable. And uh, and th- that was the team that didn't allow a touchdown in like the last seven games, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, they didn't allow a touchdown, in the last, and um, and then we blew up Saskatchewan in the Great Cup, 24 yeah. to one. 24 to one, yeah. Yeah, with Ron so, Lancaster um, on the other side. Anyways, um, my only thing I don't want to uh, rain on our parade for tonight, but I mean we um, we have to do something with Ganey. I mean uh, uh, Walker got. I mean he didn't catch all his balls against Ganey, but he caught over 150 yards. And then the first game of the season, Fuller got all those yards against him. Yep. Yep. I just um, I just don't. He plays like 11 yards off. He won the play today. Was like they showed it. He was 11 yards off the, uh, the receiver. You can't play like that, you know. I mean, uh, it's just uh, unbelievable. We've got to do something. I'm trying to think. Um, Saskatchewan just cut that guy, and I don't know if he'd be a di- disruption in our uh, locker room. But mm-hmm. who's, who? I can't remember the guy that played for Hamilton, and he played for Montreal, and now he's in Saskatchewan. You're talking about Jeff Tisdale. That, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he'd be disruption in the change room, but if Washington's you know, on a sixth game and can't play, if he is really injured that long, I mean, is it, you know, is he a, a thought that we can bring in? Anyways, um, and also, um, our, um, my player of the game, Yeah, I, I can't pick one, but uh, I think our offensive line, the way they control the, the Edmonton's uh, defense, should be uh, That's a good pick. Game. That's a good pick because Edmonton uh, leads the league in sacks, and I don't, I don't think they got one tonight. No, they didn't get any tonight, and um, I mean we pretty well controlled uh, Willis and and everything like that because I mean it was last year that Willis knocked uh, out of the out. game. Yeah, week two. Yep. So, Marcus um, Howard's having a good season this year as well. Yeah, that's a tough D line. So yeah, it's a good pick for for offensive yeah, line. I think our offensive line deserves a chance. Good stuff. Thanks, Robert. Okay, thanks. Have a good one. Bye. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Let's go back to the phones. Jeff is on the line. Jeff, good evening, or good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. And uh, I just want to call and just say this has got to be the rem- most remarkable team I've seen play football for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, like this Ticat team is firing on all cylinders. Special teams, defense, offense, you know, you, you never know who's going to score and who's going to score. And a friend of mine was saying to me, he said, well, what are they going to do with Gable and Fantuz out now? And I think this team has showed that, you know, if they have injuries like that, they can overcome that obstacle. And this is what is most impressive to me. Yeah, that you know, with, with these injuries in in the lineup, and they're still scoring impressively. It's remarkable. Beating, yeah, and and they're doing this handily. Like in the last two weeks, they have scored over a hundred points, and you know, and I, um, I think you're going to see a rematch of last year's Grey Cup. 
Uh, That'd be nice, and we can get them back this time. Yeah, and yeah, it's going to be you know we're, we're going to rebound against them like like we did back there in ninety eight, ninety nine. Come back for a rematch and take Calgary in the final. That'd be sweet. And uh, you know, and my player of the game tonight, yeah, um, would have to be Zach Caleros. Okay, and I really think that he deserves it. That he should be taking his offensive line out for a huge steak dinner. <laughs> yeah, to to uh, thank him for giving him that protection because I'll tell you right now that protection starts up front with those five guys and uh, you know they gave him all the protection in the world tonight Mm -hmm. and uh, you know so impressive impressive win and I'm just really proud to be a Hamilton fan when you see things like this it's like you know this is a team that you know two years ago when they went to the Great Cup and lost to Saskatchewan you know People are saying, well, this team wasn't even supposed to go to the Great Cup. And I'm like, well, they did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year they didn't win again. This year now they're saying, not only are we going, but we're going to make some noise. Let's hope so. Hey, thanks for the call, Jeff. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter at am900chml. At Rick Samprin. Couple tweets coming in. Chelsea writes, Eric Norwood, player of the game. That 106 yard fumble return for touchdown, longest in our history. And that is true. That was the longest fumble return for touchdown in Ticats history, the third longest in CFL history. Tweet from Scott Great game, the best D1. Ticats on a roll. Watch out, CFL. Player of the game, Caleros. Zach Caleros taking the early lead in player of the game nominations Uh, mark on twitter never seen a defense like this in the 30 plus years as a fan great cup or bust hashtag fifth quarter and uh, steve tweets zach caleros would be the player of the game hashtag dominate hashtag everybody eats (laughs) i had to work my way through that one it's another vote for uh zach caleros Back to the phones we go, and uh, Jeff, number two, calling in. Jeff, how are you? Hey, how's it going, Rick? I'm good. You? Great, man. Excellent. Uh, just want to touch on two of your questions. Uh, most impressive win? Yeah, what do you think? I don't think it is. I, I think it was great that we went out and showed what we did on the road. Mm-hmm. But this is a vulnerable Edmonton team. Without Mike Riley, they're, they, they're all defense. Yeah, no offense. Good, good point, good point. I'd say our most impressive win was Toronto at home. Okay, yeah, that was a good that was a good victory. Uh, uh, the other question I had was, uh, you know, Caleros a legitimate MOP candidate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who's the other? Who else in the league is playing as well as us there, there's, on both there, sides of the ball? There, there is not a team. I mean, Calgary. You could. You could say, but they're not playing ju- as well as us. They aren't. No, 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 nobody is. No, absolutely not. And uh, I don't know. Like we're just dominating this year. We come up. We come up in the Great Cup. It doesn't matter who we're facing, <laughs> Calgary or Edmonton. Yeah, either one of those. Two. It's going to be one of those two. Yeah, but, I can't. I can't see Winnipeg or BC or certainly Saskatchewan doing anything. No. Well, Saskatchewan's already done. I think. I think they're already, but heads are going to roll over there. Yeah, as they should. But hey, Jeff, who's your player of the game? Uh, I have to say, Sigfield. Okay. Yeah, he had a strong game. 
couple that's touchdowns. Not the quarterback every time, and uh, gotta give credit where credit's due. And Shinkfield, I'd say this time. Yeah, excellent. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Rick. You can join the party at nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your smartphone. Email Rick at nine hundred chml dot com. Use the chml app as well. Hit the conversation button. We'll get your comments on the air. Another quick break here. Coming back, you got a slew of emails to get to, and you can still call in as we're live until 1 this morning. Final score, Ticats 49, Eskimos 20. Cats now a CFL best 6-2. and two. Fifth quarter continues on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin back here in our studios at Maine and Longwood after enjoying tonight's Ticats shellacking of the Edmonton Eskimos. 49-20, to the final. Hamilton now a CFL best 6-2. and two. Edmonton falls to 5-3. and three. Two other 5-2 and two teams, that would be Toronto and Calgary. Stamps are in Saskatchewan tomorrow night. Argos hosting the Ottawa Red Blacks, who sport a record of 4-3 and three on Sunday. Elsewhere around the league, Winnipeg is 3-5, and five, as is BC. Riders 0-7. The Red Blacks 4-3. Montreal 3-5. And, and how about Montreal? Firing head coach Tom Higgins earlier today following their first win at BC Play Stadium in 15 years. I still cannot make any sense. Something must have happened. Must have had some dirty pictures or something. Robert Wettenhall saying, uh, Tom Higgins, you're out of here. So Jim Pop, again, for the fourth time in his career, is uh, now the head coach of the Montreal Alouettes. And lo and behold, Montreal is in Hamilton next week. Wow. How would you like to be Jim Pop preparing to face the Ticats, who have won 10 straight at Tim Hortons Field, are destroying their their opponents week in and week out? Um, Wow. I would not like to be in Jim Pop's shoes. You have a comment on tonight's game? You want to cast your vote for your player of the game? Call us. We're live until 1 this morning, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. We'll also name our fifth quarter fan of the night before we wrap up at 1 this morning. Back to the phones, and Brad is called in. Brad, good morning. Hey, Rick. Hey, thanks for calling. Again. Yeah, good to hear you again this week. Hey, thanks. Hey, I'll tell you, you know, uh, first off, I'm going to get it out of the way. Player of the game, Zach. Okay. Uh, again, you know, just a, uh, a iron, iron man uh, just standing in there all the time. You know, I mean, the offense does it for him. They've been protecting him really well. Mm-hmm. But if I had to make a second choice, I'd say the coaching staff. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you know they come up with the with the game plan week after week after week, and the boys go out there and execute. You know they do as they're told, and you can see that the way the co- you know uh, coach uh, uh, you know yells at them even do, even when they're doing good. <laughs> you know he's uh, he's uh, got a stone face when it comes to how good they're doing. Uh, he's uh, you know he's the best coach I think we've had in a long long time. Probably since um, Ron Lancaster. At least, got to be, got to be. You know, I just, he's, I just, I, I, I like the way he's, you know, run the team from the get go. You know, we're good, but we get better every week, and he's kept to his promise mm-hmm. of working hard every week to get better. I'm sure he's going to have a few things to say about what happened tonight, though. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, the coaches, not just the head coach, but all the positional coaches, the coordinators, they always find things to coach up. 
their players? Well, I think I think we took a small step backwards with the, with the penalty problems, uh, unnecessary roughness. I think one of them probably shouldn't have been caught, but mm-hmm. uh, the other ones, well, you know, uh, they're avoidable. Um, you know, it's uh, you you you, you, you got to get away from that stuff because it's going to bite you in the butt when it comes down to it. You know, uh, and, and if it bites you in the butt at the wrong time, you know that could cost you a game for sure, an important game. You got it. And hey, thanks for calling in, Brad. Hey, no problem. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully. All right. Take care. 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your cell. You want to comment on tonight's game? Nominate your player of the game. We will name our fifth quarter player of the game later on, as well as our fifth quarter fan of the night. Brad mentioned uh, penalties. And uh, the Ticats did well in this regard last week. Tonight, as well as Edmonton, not so much. Both teams took 14 penalties. The Ticats were penalized 14 times for 172 yards. Whew. Eskimos, 14 infractions for 112 yards. So 60 less, even though they took the same amount of penalties. Those pass interference calls really add on the yards. Individually, we'll get to some of the stats after uh, I get to some of your tweets and email, uh, email from Paul, could we finally be considered an elite team? Hope they keep it going for the rest of the season. I would definitely consider this Ticats team an elite team. The way they're going right now, no argument here. Elite as they come. Brad on Twitter, Ticats O-line, hashtag Iron Wall Doom, uh, Zach Caleros for player of the game, totally legit MOP, so another vote for Caleros. So I'll get to his stats in a second, which will either cement your view or, uh, well, not cement your view on his uh, player of the game status tonight. Laura has tweeted in, player of the game vote goes to Mr. Zach Caleros. Zach, by far and away, the leader in this category tonight. Mike Daly, Terrell Singfield coming in a tie for second right now. All right, let's get to some of these stats. Here's what Zach Caleros did tonight. 17 of 29, threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Don't forget he also ran for a TD as well. He had two carries for 12 yards and a touchdown run. Ray Hawley had a TD run. Brandon Banks had a TD run. Nick Grigsby was the leading rusher for the Ticats. He carried the ball four times for 49 yards. Through the air, Caleros threw to only five guys. Luke Tasker had five receptions for 129 yards. Sinkfield, six receptions for 118 yards and two touchdowns. Terrence Tolliver made three catches for 37 yards and a TD. Ray Hawley, two grabs for 10 yards. Tyquan Underwood had one reception for six yards. Defensively, Courtney Stephen and Ed Ganey, the two corners, Made seven defensive tackles. They both led the team. Mike Daly, six tackles, a sack, and two picks for Mike Daly. Pretty impressive. Rico Murray, who's celebrating a birthday today, four defensive tackles. Pretty impressive showing all around by the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And no field goals from Justin Medlock tonight. I think that's the first game all season we have not relied upon um, the kicker to get any points. 
Not even a rouge. Just some extra points here or there. A whole home night for Justin Medlock. Well, good for him. Email from Allen. Hey, Rick, it's Allen from Whitby. was really anxious about this game, going to Edmonton and facing the top defense. But I honestly have to say, we are the beast of the CFL. We are the team to beat in the CFL. As for player of the game, even though Norwood and Tasker made big plays in the game, I'm going to give two players player of the game. Terrell Singfield, who had two touchdowns and over 100 yards, and Mike Daly with two interceptions that really put us up front. I'm going to that game next week against Montreal at Tim Hortons Field, and Montreal just fired their head coach. We will eat them alive. Now who wants Eskimo pie after that lion dinner last week? Email again from Allen. Well, I know this. The Ticats better not take the Alouettes lightly just because they fired their head coach. I'll mark down a vote for both Singfield and Daly. Sure, I'll give a, a two vote. Email from Stephen from Penticton, B.C. He's always emailed the show. We greatly appreciate it. He writes, great win. Our Cats crushed Edmonton at home. Most impressive win yet. Again, total team effort. Best team in the whole CFL. Eight turnovers against the Eskies. Wow. Maybe now our Cats will get the respect they deserve. Player of the game, I would like to say the whole team, but my pick would be Eric Norwood for his 107-yard fumble recovery for the touchdown. Great times to be a Ticat fan. Norwood's fumble return for touchdown officially listed at 106 yards, but hey, who's counting? Anthony, Uncle Joe the Baker. (laughs) This is an email that I sent him. I told Anthony this morning the turnovers would be the factor in today's game, and I reminded him of that. And he said, Uncle Joe the Baker, after I said, I wonder who that was that predicted turnovers would be the factor tonight. All right, one more break. Then we'll come back. We'll name our player of the game. We'll get to more stats. And we'll also name our fifth quarter fan of the night. Some more emails and tweets coming in. Hey, you can still call as well. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. On Twitter, at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin. On email, rick at 900CHML.com. Use the CHML app as well. Hit the conversation button. More of the fifth quarter when we come back. This is AM900CHML. 49-20, the final score in favor of the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight. Boy, did they ever shellac the Edmonton Eskimos at Commonwealth Stadium, where they've had their issues in the past, but certainly not tonight, forcing eight turnovers, scoring 35 points off those eight turnovers. Man, oh man, this Ticats team is something else. Most impressive win of the season? To me, yes. I point to that Toronto game. That was a good win. I point to the BC game last week. That was certainly a dominating win. Week two against Winnipeg, all dominating victories. This one, to me, going in the road, Edmonton's defense, yeah, you know, their offense is maligned because they don't have Mike Riley at quarterback. But still the way that the Ticats did it right from the start and really for the whole game. Tonight was the most impressive victory for me. Quick out-of-town scoreboard update. In the land of the Blue Jays, if you're wondering, the Jays up 8-1 to on the Angels. That game in the top of the eighth. Talk about another team that's getting it done, the Toronto Blue Jays. Email from Ed. Uh, Hi, Rick. It is wonderful to be back a winner after all the lean years. 
This is the premier team in the CFL, and Caleros is the premier quarterback in the league. The Ticats will be the dynasty team for the next several years. Coach Austin and his staff have done a tremendous job. Uh, Steinauer has made a, a great defense. They are not just a good unit, but they are intelligent. They do their job, plus they know their opponents and anticipate them. Hence, we see the picks. I can't overstate how impressive that this is. Uh, my choice for player of the game is quarterback Zach Caleros because he controls the game flow and makes great decisions. As for play of the game, the Norwood 106-yard TD run. Love it. The whole team is great. All the best, Ed. Go Ticats, go. So another vote for Zach Caleros, he is by far and away the leader for player of the game. So let's call it now. Zach Caleros, our fifth quarter player of the game tonight as he throws for 300 yards. He leads the team to yet another win, converting 17 of his 29 pass attempts. Zach Caleros with a uh, touchdown run as well, in addition to his three touchdown tosses, our uh, fifth quarter player of the game. An impressive performance once again for Zach and an impressive win for the entire team. You know, they could have – how many times have we seen, you know, any team really in any sport have a, a huge victory, a lopsided victory, a dominating win over an opponent, and then the following week they kind of relax. And maybe they do it subconsciously. But tonight and for the last few weeks now, five in a row, this Ticats team has said, no, we're not going to relax. We're going to put the pedal to the metal and we're going to keep on chugging. A tweet from Mark. O-line is the difference from last year to this. Hashtag fifth quarter. I would uh, certainly say that the offensive line is much better at this point of the season than it was last year at this point of the year because it was a big question mark at this point of the year last year. This team started, what, 1-6, and 2-7? And, and the offensive line was a big part of why this team Ticats team, and certainly the injury to Claros as well. Why this Ticats team got off to a slow start last year. Not the case this year. They are rocking and rolling. A couple more minutes to get your views on the fifth quarter here on AM 900 CHML. Um, I'll read this email. This is from Terry. Great to hear you. I'm listening to the fifth quarter. Are you still doing the Tiger Cat Show on Mondays? MVP is Caleros and Norwood Defensive MVP. Uh, no more Tiger Cat Show on Mondays, but yes, we are doing the fifth quarter, and I do appreciate the Player of the Game nominations for Caleros and Norwood. Thanks for chiming in on the fifth quarter. Time to name our fifth quarter fan of the night. We had, uh, you know, Tiger Cats fans continue to amaze me because in years gone by when this team one, wasn't a lot of interaction or reaction on the fifth quarter. You know, a couple of people would call in, get a few emails, a few tweets. But as the weeks go by and this Ticats team continues to destroy their opponents, Ticats fans are coming out in droves wanting to talk about their team. I think it's a celebratory move. They want to celebrate the good times now that we have the good times. So thanks to one and all who called and tweeted and emailed tonight. Our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight is the first guy who called. He had a great call. Frank is our fifth quarter fan of the night. Frank is first off the docket. Frank, how are you? Good, man. How are you? How are you doing? I'm okay. I've called you in the past. and uh, Glad you called and, again. Anyway, uh, congratulations to the whole team. And uh, i just like to say it feels so good to watch this. And we're on the other side of the nail for once. And 
That's a great point because how many years did, you know, in recent memory at least, did Ticats fans look at the scoreboard and it was reversed? Exactly. Like the penalty and like even the penalties aren't going, oh, no, here we go again. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's on my side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it feels so good. And I'm a diehard Ticat fan since 1971. And um, I think we're going to win it all. And I really hope so. But... You know, you never know what could happen. And they're worried about, you know, they're talking on TV that, uh, well, you're leaving Caleros in, you're leaving a defense in, you're leaving all the starters in. Well, hey, these guys are paid to play football, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand you don't take a risk if someone's going to get hurt or something, but it was low-risk plays. It was like a running play here, a running play there. You know, and God bless Brandon Banks. The, like The guy gives 100%. Every game, and I think the whole team looks up to him. You know, the little little tiny guy, and they're looking up to him like, look at this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I feel, sir. Who's your player of the game? My player of the game would be I. I uh, I really can't say. Um, you want to go with the whole team? Is it a total team effort? Well, team? no, I said the whole team last time I talked to you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say Kolaris again. Okay. I'd have to say Kolaris. Good pick. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. See you. Look at that. Frank is our fifth quarter fan of the night, and he kicked it off by voting for Zach Kolaris, who turns out to be our fifth quarter player of the game. He ended up getting 10 votes. Eric Norwood, Terrell Singfield, and Mike Daly all got three, so a three-way tie for second place. Ticats aren't in second. No, they're in first with a record of 6-2 and two after demolishing the Edmonton Eskimos tonight by a final score of 49-20. to 20. Will the Cats continue to roll next week? They will face off against the Montreal Alouettes, sitting in the basement of the East Division at 3-5 and five with a new head coach and Jim Pop. Oh, boy, it could get nasty. We will recap that game on the fifth quarter. 7.30 start will be on the air by about oh, 10.30 or so. Hopefully you can be with us. For Luke Vermeer, my name's Rick Samprin. Thanks for listening to the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML.